Hi, welcome to uh, Marriage Breakdown. This is your host, uh, Tammy Zach. And on today's show, we're starting a new series, and it's really the last step in the six ways to break the tension after an argument. And it's the focusing on the proactive approach to building a friendship that sets you up when the argument happens to navigate through it much smoother. This is for couples who want to divorce-proof their relationship. That's what we're really talking about when we talk about friendship. And couples who are in it for the long haul, they're committed to being proactive and attending to their relationship, but maybe don't know where to start or how to do it or what to focus on. Maybe they get lost and we're all human and uh, get into arguments and get our feelings hurt and all those things that happen. And pretty soon you're in it and pretty soon you're not feeling connected. You're feeling upset. You're feeling not supported by your relationship. Wondering, is this it? And so Couples that I tend to see are caught in uh, negative cycles and patterns that they just don't know how to find their way out of. And it's usually because most of us don't have models of a healthy relationship in our life. We don't know. Uh, We really, truly don't know how to navigate, where to start, but we desperately want to. Uh, we we are committed to our marriage. We, we're committed to our relationship. We are in it for the long haul. But how do you do that without the heartbreak, the misery, all of those things? Well, I'm going to focus a bit on John Gottman. Uh, he's a very well-known couples researcher. He's done a ton of research on, on why couples end up divorcing or breaking up. And what he describes that trips up most couples and really sets them on that path of breaking up is what he calls the four horsemen. And those are contempt, criticism, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And what his research has shown is that if those elements are alive on a well in a relationship or a marriage, it's headed for what the couples don't want, which is breaking up, divorce, all those things. He's he's pretty sure, he's pretty confident, uh, to the point that he suggests that just watching an interaction between a couple within like a, I don't know, some crazy over 90% prediction rate, he knows the couples that will end up staying together and the couples that will break up. And so... If this is the cause, if we know the cause of what sends people towards a divorce, what's the antidote? And Gottman looked at that also. And what his research shows is it's really about a deep and committed friendship. And that friendship brings in most of what couples are really looking for, what they come in to seek support for or how they head off divorce and feel loved, feel heard, feel understood in their relationship is this 
deep friendship that's the basis of commitment and trust. And that trust leads to more secure attachment and intimacy, intimacy and ultimately a more satisfying sex life. Gottman's research shows this many times over, that a high quality friendship is an important predictor in romantic and physical satisfaction, e.g. divorce proofing. So how do you get to that? So the tenets of friendship that we will be exploring over the next few episodes that counteract the four horsemen is offering your partner benefit of the doubt, assuming positive intent, setting up your partner for success and turning towards your relationship instead of away. And as I say these tenets of friendship, what I really want to make sure that I uh, am clear about is none of these apply in a relationship where there's any kind of violence, domestic violence going on. And I would highly encourage anybody in that kind of situation to take a look at the show notes in today's episode for resources uh, to, to seek support and help. And if you're in that kind of uh, relationship, again, none of these elements of friendship apply if there is any kind of domestic violence going on. And please seek the resources that are listed in the show notes. How do these friendship tenets work in reality? How do they combat or how are they an antidote of the four horsemen? So I'm going to offer you guys some examples. So if we look at criticism, really the antidote to criticism is setting up your partner for success. So you can choose to tell your partner how wrong they have it, how wrong they're getting it, pick on them, pick on them, pick on them, or you could look for ways to set your partner up for success because their success is yours. If they're able to meet your need because you open up, you let them in, you, you look for ways to support them because their success is yours, then there's no need to criticize because criticism is just, you know, it's just beating them up. Uh, bringing them down, uh, not even making them want to uh, potentially uh, do the things that would make you happier, make you more fulfilled in the relationship, all of these things. So set up your partner for success. So as I think of an example for that, uh, I used one from my own marriage, and you'll hear more about this in the episode. But just little things like helping your partner remember. I I wanted my husband to take some things back to an area of our house that he regularly goes and I don't. And so putting those things in a place where he would remember when he did go to this area of our home, it allowed him to remember. It set him up for success versus what I could have done, which I have done in the past, I'm not perfect, is start to nag him. And I say that word from my perspective, that I do feel like I'm doing that. And then I get mad that he's making me do that, all these things, right? 
I start to then right, make him feel like I'm beating him up uh, for something that maybe isn't like critical, but starts to become critical when all these things are swirling. So you'll hear more about that example from my marriage in that episode. The other ways this matches up friendship to the four horsemen is contempt versus benefit of the doubt. How does that work? So if you're not offering your partner benefit of the doubt that they're human, uh, that maybe they just really didn't remember that there, that there's no ulterior motive that they're living their life, trying to do the best they can, just like you then that contempt doesn't start to bleed in to your relationship. He doesn't care. She never listens to me. What does it matter anyway? Right? Why would I, why would I even slightly think I've said this over and over to them? They never hear me. You know, all those things, right, come in and make you really feel contemptuous before, you know, about your partner versus benefit of the doubt, which is, I know my partner doesn't have a great memory. She's not not remembering to make me miserable or make me feel uncared for. She just truly doesn't have a good memory. She's a human being. And guess what? The more she gets to be a human being, the more I get to be a human being. Because you have things you're not great at, character flaws that your partner that you want your partner to also put up with, also accept, also allow in, right? So contempt versus benefit of the doubt. Again, we'll do a whole episode on that. Defensiveness versus assume positive intent. So when there's defensiveness, you're immediately creating your case for why <laughs> when someone is pointing out to you that you did them wrong, The first thing that you start to do is prepare your defense. You're not listening. You're not engaging. You don't care. You just feel attacked. So you're defensive. You don't tune in at all to your partner if you're just preparing your case. I see this with clients all the time. They feel attacked. They feel less than. They feel they have to uh, defend themselves when their partner is expressing something that they're struggling with in the relationship, it, it starts to feel like pointing fingers and blaming. So the antidote to that is assume positive intent. Example of that is, so you've had a bad day at work and, and you come home and you are grumpy and you see that your partner didn't do the dishes that day, didn't take out the trash, pick your thing. And you're immediately, right, upset and you come out your partner, right? They're just going to start off with defensiveness, right? If you assume positive intent, so instead of getting upset, like they've ignored you or you ask them or they always leave it for you, whatever is coming up for you, finger pointing, blaming, if you get into this space of assumed positive intent, first of all, recognize you've had a bad day. So these things are going to hit you harder. And secondly, 
your partner may have also had a bad day. Your partner may have also not had time. Your partner may intend to do it after you guys have eaten dinner. And if, and if you just come at them and don't assume positive intent, then, then they'll start in the defensive place and then vice versa. So both of you assuming positive intent, when you can access that, when you can be there and you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself in a way that you can offer it. So if you've had a bad day, maybe ask for a quiet time before you roll back into your life so that you can access patience and all these things it would take to assume positive intent. And then the last one of the four horsemen, stonewalling. What is the antidote to this? This is turning towards your relationship instead of away. What does that mean? Okay, so stonewalling, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm done with you. I'm going to cave up. I'm, I'm going to stop engaging. I'm going to space out. I'm going to look at my device. I'm going to binge and not pay attention. I'm going to binge watch something and not pay attention. Stonewalling. You're just shutting down or your partner's shutting down. And what is the antidote? Turning towards. So sometimes there needs to be vulnerability in a relationship. And when you find yourself phasing out, not engaging, turning away from your relationship, what is getting hard to share? What is what is feeling very vulnerable? What are you protecting that's stopping you from turning towards? And this is a big ask. It's hard to be vulnerable when things aren't feeling good. It's easier to be vulnerable with your partner when you're really working on that friendship piece. That's why friendship is so critical. Because then it makes you feel like somebody, your partner is interested in maybe some of your softer feelings, maybe some of the ways that you've been hurt in the past that may be coming up again in your relationship and being able to talk about those those things. These are probably all things you did when at the beginning of the relationship. They're probably all things you did, but now this partner across from you is critical to you. They, They mean a lot to you. They can hurt you terribly and it feels safer to stonewall, to put a wall up, than to show vulnerability. But friendship starts to open that up. And that's the last in the series because I really want to go through the other ones because you have, there's some building blocks here. And if you can access and be successful with the other three steps, set your partner up for success, benefit of the doubt, assume positive intent. If you can access those, then it is easier to turn towards your relationship instead of away. So it's a bit of a building block approach to this series. So again, we're going to walk through all of those. We're going to look at examples. We're going to look at exercises like we have in the past. And again, I want to highlight all of this applies when there's not domestic violence. And I really would like to encourage anybody in that situation to look at the resources available in the show notes. The other thing that you can engage with and that supports this idea of friendship that's available to you right now is the 
25 ways to increase your positive magic ratio that I have a link to that in my show notes. And essentially uh, that's building, building on this tenet of Gottman's saying that for every one negative experience in a relationship, there needs to be five positive to offset and keep you in that friendship space. So doing that along with listening to these episodes will really get you and your partner in this space of friendship and moving away from the four horsemen. Thanks so much for uh, listening today. I really appreciate it. It would be really helpful if you could subscribe and rate and review uh, today's episode uh, to let us know uh, that this is a worthy endeavor and Uh, that folks are hearing things that are helpful to them so others can take advantage of it too. Thanks for joining.